This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Nissan. As a pioneer in the electric vehicle space, Nissan is always looking for ways to deliver new, meaningful technologies to EV owners. After all, Nissan has been making EVs since 1947. Their EVs have now traveled 8 billion miles by Nissan Leaf owners since 2010. Yes, my friend, that is 8 billion with a B, the equivalent of driving to Pluto and back, which is not a real planet. Think that's electrifying? One of their EVs trekked all the way to the North Pole, where all the uh, underground government military bases are run. And Nissan even tests their EV technology on the Formula E racetrack. But Nissan knows that you don't get an EV just for the E. You get a Nissan EV because it makes you feel electric, because it sparks your imagination, it ignites something within you, it pins you to your seat, and it... (gasps) takes your breath away uh, at least that's what nissan thinks about when designing their evs like the nissan aria and the famous nissan leaf it's about creating a thrilling design that electrifies its customers nissan's focus on creating a thrilling drive and an electrifying life on today's world it's so important to look around you to pay attention to look for all the tiny ways life can electrify you uh, i like to feel electric um by going to dinner um, trying new foods and then being late to my own podcast recording so that my host gets mad at me. But we recover um, because I never do that. So every once in a while, I need to electrify my life. That's called edging. <laughs> Nissan EVs that electrify. How long gone? Uh, another torrential downpour in beautiful Los Angeles. Um, you know, I, I, this is what I return to. It's it's the opposite of a warm hug. I would say. Are you making peace with it yet? I've I've made peace with it a long time ago. Like today, I walked the dogs in the rain, no umbrella, just to like. Mm, that's cool. Go like Radiohead mode, just like fuck it, kind of kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, I don't do stuff like that. Obviously, I don't walk dogs, but I also I, I'm I'm. My distaste for the rain is is so deeply rooted, uh, no pun intended. As the trees get watered, uh, I I just can't, I just can't deal. I'm looking out the window, you know, my car's underwater. Underwater. <laughs> I'm here to podcast with DJ Them Jeans, who's kind of dealing with some controversy today. Um, yeah. Based on a little story I read uh, and I sent to you in the New York Times, it seems like. Um, March is a tough month um, for tall people, which I were you suffering and not telling us? <laughs> I'm always suffering and not telling you. You know how uh, my detachment style is, but I think the issue is here specifically the New York Times interviewed a bunch of people in like parts of America where like college basketball matters, you know, like the, they're in like Kansas and Arkansas and you know. Yeah. Hill hill people parts of the land where sure where basketball is a little more prioritized on account of not oh, much oh, else yeah. going down. I I love you saying that when you live in LA where people have like Kobe's number tattooed on their forehead. Look, I'm just I'm I, just I saying I grew basketball. up my whole life and it's never I mean I guess I've never been like <clears throat> I guess I've never been an Appalachian pharmacist before but people ask me, you know, do you play basketball every once in a while but it was never like something worth writing an article about 
Well, the New York Times writes a lot of things that aren't. They they cover a lot of things that aren't worth writing an article about. <laughs> um, mainly podcasts like ours, as well as oh, tall people. Podcasts like you know, podcasts are very relevant to a New York Times reader. I would think this is what we call this is what we call in the business, Jason, a, a human interest story. Okay. Well, I'm not a human. I'm a freak of nature. I'm so tall, but that's that's what I've learned. But what I'm concerned with is that and my friend uh, Ezra sent me this article and he said you got to be careful I think this might this is taking a turn big bird could be seen as a slur <laughs> when I call you that yeah and I'm a little worried do you think are you offended but I always thought big bird was kind of endearing but if you if you're offended by big bird I want you to let me know and, and hold me accountable why did why did you think big bird was endearing he's not like the most fuckable Sesame Street member. He's, he's not like the Brad Pitt of puppets. He's kind of no, but he's a loved. He's he, pretty low on the on the low on the tone. I mean, we assume he's working with a monster, but other than that, <laughs> I've never seen I've Bro, never seen Big Bird. He'd be hitting both Bert and Ernie on the low. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Damn, everyone needs a slice. But no, I, I'm, I'm I was I mean, obviously, somebody calling me Big Bird. It's not going to make me feel pure joy and elation but it's also pretty harmless and it doesn't really yeah. move the needle either way it's just kind of like whatever yeah that's that's my thinking it doesn't it doesn't feel like um snuffleupagus or something you know it feels <laughs> it feels like a straight ahead again big bird has always been a lovable part of of the fabric of american society much like them jeans and I think that I see that correlation there. So when it's coming from me, I want you to understand it's a term of respect and also endearment. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue there is like the the line is blurred or like on, on the word big because that can really go either direction. Like if for somebody like me who is technically underweight, um, <laughs> you know, the word big sure. doesn't, you know, I, or like when I see big and tall, it's like, Hey guys, we all know I'm kind of here for the tall part more than the big part. Sure, like sure, I, I, yeah, I'm, true, I'm, true. I'm here for the size medium tall, not the four XL. Okay, you know, Tim Dillon. All right, Tim Dillon, uh, Balenci hoodie. You're not going. You're not in. You're not going the whale mode yet. Um, and I'm happy about that for our bottom line as well as your kind of heart health. <laughs> so, so I mean, I have. I'm saying I have the privilege of owning the word big versus having the word big trigger me okay. or traumatize so, okay. me i mean i don't use it that often um anymore although this article has reignited my flame um for big bird so <laughs> it, it has simply reminded you <laughs> that you need to call me that more exactly more often yeah exactly so it could come back into the lexicon um but okay. I, I will i will use it sparingly like anything else once it becomes a trend you know like how far can i take it you, i gotta, you don't want to overdo it well i i i give you um full permission to call me that i do have one request if you don't mind if you could respect that sure just uh if you do call me big bird on the email or a text message any written form of communication mm -hmm. do replace the i with an x just okay. to kind of hold <laughs> okay. space for okay. so, the community so is it is it <laughs> is it b x g b x r d or is it just us uh, uh, oddly enough curveball only on the bird part we let the big cook okay because we do need to okay, take ownership biggest, over that okay. like uh okay you know, notorious B.I.G. Okay, what okay. he did for the community. Okay, so okay, I can do that, and I will absolutely respect um, respect that in my um, nonverbal communication with you, and our especially when we're dealing with some of our other trusted business partners. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I'll, I'll make sure because I imagine that they'll follow my lead. You know what I mean? If they see me doing it, I will set an example um, for our agents, collaborators, etc., to kind of understand w- what democracy to do. in action, Chris. No, I mean you know. But I, I had some, I had some other takeaways after reading that. I do think that we need to attend the International Tall People Society annual cruise because you know that's a fucking yeah. that's a tall yeah. fuck fest that's the only oh man the only purpose of that cruise the amount of <laughs> dude, the amount of heads hitting stuff in those tiny <laughs> cabins by accident <laughs> i mean dude this is a lawsuit waiting to happen can you imagine two seven footers trying to consummate in a little fucking carnival cruise cabin that's got that's dangerous. Two, yeah, just two sets of feet hanging off the starboard side. Yeah, how do you? How do you, how do you I mean, honestly, honestly, <laughs> starboard side of the <laughs> of the the Queen Long honestly, mattress. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the a, a cruise seems like the worst possible place for these people <laughs> to gather. That's why that was what I thought. I was like, the, this the is- irony that we're on the vast, open, endless seas of our planet Earth, but we are confined in such a tall cabin that. I mean, I'm sure, you know, for those of us who are tall and wealthy are able to enjoy some first class accommodations, but even that on a boat is pretty fucking dinky, I'm assuming. No, it doesn't seem, yeah, it doesn't, there's only so big on on a regular, you know, this isn't below deck. This is kind of a, 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 a consumer level boat it's they can it could only, be like a tertiary cruise like a like it's not even a, a viking or a carnival it's got to be a yeah, little bit of a could, second rate one yeah this could be like the emo cruise level or the or the edm cruise you know <laughs> it's it's probably with with less drugs and more and more awkward sex which is crazy it to goes say from long beach to cabo and back <laughs> the whole thing's day and a half you know what guys you, you don't even need to pack a bag honestly just bring a toothbrush you'll be kind of out of here um no we do need to go to that that's good stuff yeah it seems like because but also like because of it being a tall people fuck fest they they had to put a, a height requirement on there because there's so many short puerto rican guys who are just like yo yes i'm gonna save up yeah you know nine hundred dollars yeah and I, you know, my only goal in life is sport fucking giant women, yeah, you know, yeah, no, and this is true. Sorry, Poppy, you can't. <laughs> yes. get so For that yeah. reason, you're probably going to get a lot of trench coats trying to walk on. Oh, on like deck. Three, three people stacked style. That classic move. I think actually I'm going to try to get you because I know you're always kind of looking to pick up some part time work. Maybe you could be kind of the, the measurer at the at the at the dock, you know. <laughs> Like like the way the way that they have you know for roller coasters with must kids. be this tall to ride. Yeah, but I think for this it needs to be something a little more serious. We need to kind of have a human doing it. Um, I don't think a, I don't think like a, a yardstick is going to do the it's going to no, do the trick. No, no, I'm going to have to sort of get under the hood if you know. Yeah, what I mean. well, I'm I'm dealing with some other I'm dealing with some problems online as well. Um, the community has shifted uh, from um, con- uh, infectious disease experts to economists to lawyers, and now they've landed on. Um, typeface graphic design expert, which I didn't think the graphic design community is obviously quite uh, sprawling and is also vocal. Yeah. Um, but I'm seeing some people that may be underqualified commenting on the new um, New York kind of visit New York promotional logo. The yeah, the We Heart NY. We We Heart NY, which we all agree is bad, but also like I just want to throw that out th- this out there. Who cares? <laughs> um, who cares? 
like who cares like this this i mean i know that we talk about stuff that doesn't matter constantly and that's my whole thing but for some reason when people are like i think the kerning and the weight of this is just not right <laughs> it's just like dude like make fun of it like have a little fun with it say the heart looks like an emoji but let's not get into our fucking let's not get into our professor okay you don't work at fucking RISD, dude you work at 72 and sunny <laughs> like let's fucking take it let's take a break chief like it's just it's too it's too much and it's it's just also it being generally bad is enough. Yeah. Like let's just agree it's generally bad. Let's not we don't need to redesign it. We don't need to rework it. We don't need to suggest how it could be better. The damage is done. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's We're like done. Uh, it's, bad. it's let's like keep you moving. with movies. Like you just know that movie is bad, so you say, Yeah, I saw that movie, it fucking sucks. You don't feel compelled to comment on the C yeah, yeah. story script or the cinematographers, you know, third act falling out. We don't, you're just like, this was bad. That's it. We don't no No further questions. Let's, yeah. Let's just like we don't need, I don't. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing when T with TV shows, it's everybody's an expert on story arc and character development, you know? And it's like, no, no, actually you're not at all. You, you work a regular job. <laughs> there are people that do this for a living. And I just find this, the, the, I guess it's so easy to find and use the correct terminology, you know, when it comes to these things, yeah. not that, not that graphic design is so I blame podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do too. It's not so difficult to understand, but I just find it to be, I heard that guy Cord Jefferson talking about all this shit. I said I could do that. Yeah, I lied. literally. We gave you a crash course in Hollywood thanks to Core Jefferson. The problem is you don't look like him and your and your wallet don't look like his. So <laughs> let's just back off. Let's well, just back here's, off. Here's here's uh, something I just thought of uh, when you're talking about that. I think people it re really reminds me of like a rebrand for a brand. Let's say like yeah. Amazon or whatever, you know, yeah, huge General Electric, General yeah, Electric. They have a new logo redesign. And then like Twitter talks about it for like eight seconds, like, oh, the old one was better than the new one. Then, you know, like there's that. And then like the fashion houses, they lose the kerning and everything's minimal. And now Burberry is coming back. So people have those thoughts, but the people that don't work for the company can ever publicly speak on it. But true, people who live in New York can publicly speak on it because they're like taxpayers. They feel like they have ownership of the branding of the city that they live in. Well, let me be clear. Let me let me. I like where your head's at. Let me be clear. If you live in, I don't know, Brooklyn, maybe you don't have the right. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I don't... thought you were going to say like Maryland, but no, no we're, I, we're no. going eight minutes across the you bridge. Definitely, you don't, definitely don't have a right to say anything if you live in Maryland, but I just want to put out there, if you if you live in East Williamsburg or Cobble Hill, is that, that's Brooklyn. I don't know if that's new. You know, technically, I don't right. want to get into the, I don't want to get into the, the kind of the details. I'm not a details guy. I'm more of a top-down fella. Right. It doesn't say, it doesn't say I heart nys new york state it, no, yeah. yes buffalo buffalo quiet down okay we hear you and yeah, we don't want to stand for city <laughs> and you can see yourself out of this conversation how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at better help jason better help you know the summer travel season is coming up luckily my better help therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent so for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. 
You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. Jason, if you're struggling with uh, grief, relationships stress which i don't think you have any of that uh, or you're having trouble sleeping or meeting your low low goals online therapy could be for you uh better help is secure online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist better help will assess your needs and match you with your own accredited therapist and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours there's no waiting room the service is available worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime to message your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists. If needed, we've all been there, haven't we? It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available in your area visit betterhelp.com slash how long and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional how long gone is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our listeners get 10 percent off their first month of online therapy at better help.com slash how long want to make a podcast spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily then distribute it everywhere and even earn money we like that all in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else. Those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q and A's and polls are the best way to get them talking with Spotify for podcasters. You can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcasts 
podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Today's episode, we're, we're supposed to have a guest as always, but we waited 15 minutes and they didn't show up, um, which is, that means um, you're banned for life and embarrassed um, <laughs> from, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, think, things happen. So, so TJ, um, luckily, uh, we were talking about protein bars, um, which, is, which is interesting because I, I'm surprised. We're pivoting now. We're pivoting to protein, uh, something we do on this show, but I'm surprised that you... The Builder Bar, which is a a, a more um, candy esque offering from the Cliff family of bars, um, has made it into your arena. And I just is that because you like to sometimes lower the bar and shop at these kind of lesser end grocery stores all the time. Um, you know, I, I was I I got these because I've been really having like a sweet tooth craving lately, and with uh, wedding season approaching. I can't really risk eating banana cream pie for dessert five <laughs> nights a week. Okay, so okay. I needed something to kind of an, a tourniquet, a salve for my urges. So if I'm if I'm going to eat some sweet chocolatey yummy treat, at least let's have it. Give me 20 grams of fucking badass team. No, that's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, I was talking about the because I've seen a lot of people talking about the, the perfect bar which is is uh, refrigerated, and I see a lot of people, I don't know, I just see it like it's been around for a very long time, but yet I see people just discovering it because I guess people are losers and don't understand the, pro- the protein bar aisle the way that maybe you or I would. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't, something something rubs me the wrong way about a refrigerated protein bar. It, yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I, it's a little bit of a bridge too far because we've we grew up on shelf-stable protein bars just... You know, having to go to a GNC vitamin shop with two P's and an E to get this shit. And now, like you said, it's out of every gas station. But I, I think that the, the ones that are refrigerated, it's because they have zero preservatives or chemical added, additives to make it be that way, which is going to make it cost more money. But luckily, the people who care about that have more money. So that's a good synergy. Yeah, like It's more expensive. <laughs> But it's totally worth it because I'm really rich. Yeah, and, it doesn't matter. You know, instead of the protein bar being one dollar, it's three dollars. I mean, those are the the perfect bar. I do like, but it's a little dry. Bro, what bar isn't dry? Actually, I I find Go Macro to be moist, and that's part of the reason that I stick with the <laughs> I stick with them, and they have funky flavors. You know, so that I don't deviate from my usual, but they make a lot of funky flavors if you're looking to dip your toe in the Go Macro box. Okay, how how funky are we talking? I mean, they just have like sunflower butter, cashew butter. They have like a mix of different options that other bars are not bringing to the table. Bro, you just listed the two gayest butters out right now. No problem. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't actually eat Go Macros anymore because of my fasting. I'm not, I'm not really. Really? I'm not gone off the bars anymore. Yeah, because... If I fast till noon, I need I need more. I'm just too hungry, so I have 
I, I, I'm trying to have something more substantial. Like a lumberjack melt? What's going on? Yeah, I kind of do a protein breakfast, so it's sausage, bacon. You wish. Uh, no, I'm, no I've, I've been doing the same thing, honestly. I'm, I'm tr- I need to, like, in, in the spirit of doing whatever it was that I was not doing before and seeing if that works, I'm trying to increase my protein intake, like, to the point where if I was... I don't know. Maybe one day trying to build muscle. Who knows? Well, good luck with that. Uh, but yeah, I think I that the I, I'm going to need. Yeah, it. just some just some eggs, some avocado. You know, a little a little side of arugula. You know, you can get that at at a lot of places. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Bowery Hotel in New York has a great version of it. <laughs> um, you know, here you can hit. You know, if you if you want to go yayo mode and go to Kings Road Cafe with the rest of the failed producers, the eggs are pretty good. <laughs> uh and i mean a lot of stuff in the can right now baby yeah yesterday i yeah i got a lot of projects i got a lot of stuff this one's on you (laughs) this one's on you please you i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick you can take care of it um (laughs) but yes yesterday because i had to pick my car up from from your house i was able to stop at at um commissary uh in burbank one of my favorite locations because (laughs) the employees at commissary have we talked about this before there's like one guy who's always there, who's like an extremely hot, like TikTok, you know, like kind of has the hair. He's giving little huddy okay. a little bit. He's got like a single earring and he's yatted up and his fingernails are painted and he's just like, he's swaggy. Does he, he, uh, does he rap? No, but he's definitely in a band and they're always playing kind of like, they, they play a very certain genre of music that people our age just do not listen to it's either like they're playing stuff we gr- they'll be playing like taking back sunday or something mm-hmm. or yesterday they were playing this band inhaler that i'm only familiar with because rebounder has opened for them but it's bono's son okay but it's like not even bad it's not even bad or anything but it's just kind of like why are you listening to this <laughs> like there's like nothing about there's like nothing about it that's like interesting or good but it also is like catchy and totally fine of all the music out there yeah we don't yeah like we don't need to listen to bono's son's band but that's my that's what i'm saying it's like this guy is like you know definitely like knee deep in chicks like he's a he's a barista but i'm sure his band is gigging hard you know mm-hmm. good looking probably has a honda civic with a couple dents you know out in the parking lot <laughs> and i i just i i'm just like i feel like an hour in our youth in our you know when we were this age probably like mid 20s like it just wouldn't be acceptable to like that kind of stuff and live this kind of lifestyle does that does that make sense <laughs> you would be expected to like stuff that like every barista i've ever known uh, was like listening to Dinosaur Jr. or something. You you know what I mean? Or they were listening to like I I just listening to like kind of like top forty weird radio rock is just a strange twist. I feel like for this kind of guy. Yeah, I like like listening to like Avril Lavigne's current song kind of energy. Yeah, but maybe that's some L.A. like Valley shit where it's like, oh my buddy actually played bass on this. You know, I don't maybe that yeah. maybe that's the vibe. I just can't. It's just such a strange. I was like looking at him yesterday, and him and the other guy that were working there were kind of like, you know, they're just they're really on it. They're really good at their jobs. Like they're very fast and very efficient, and everything is always really good. Like a whip, some foam. I appreciate that about them. But then the music, every time I'm just on Shazam, just like, are these guys fucking serious? Like, is this? <laughs> are these guys fucking for real? I, I, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna guess it has something to do with the the way that music 
is discovered and listened to nowadays is vastly different than it was before where like you know the discovery if you look at like what spotify has got going on or what apple music has is trying to sell you on every any, any given new music friday it's just like the worst of the worst pop shit but it's being served to you on a silver platter and every once in a while it's true you're just gonna get lazy decision fatigue and be like eh, just play that fucking mod son song <laughs> you know like whatever it is and people are just like then nobody you know everybody who's older is looking at each other like am i taking crazy pills like is this really happening are you guys really listening to this horse shit and they're like what 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 of it what's yeah, the big what? deal like I, I know i like i heard nirvana from from tiktok and like that stuff's pretty cool but it's kind of boring it doesn't have like <laughs> yeah, it is- doesn't have like trap drums <laughs> in it the way i like my rock and roll to be so kurt cobain could like smoke a cigarette on stage but he couldn't figure out an 808 like i just think that's kind of weird like <laughs> i don't i don't know i mean i think don't you think it'd be better if 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 all apologies was sped up a little bit <laughs> 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 yeah all, all that stuff no you're right you're right no i think that's probably true it's just like a fat it's just fascinating to me because I've, I've been i've been i don't go here to this place very often but i go you know when i'm kind of like going to and from your house if i need a coffee it's like a good option and like i said it's like such an interesting group of people there it sounds like it's more of a reprise from you know like bopping into alfred where people are not even attempting to be cool or and you know they're just like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That's like a whole other planet compared to this where like there's still some humanity left in people's eyes. Yeah, like I Burbank. Bet, yeah, I bet this I bet this guy can play a fucking mean guitar, you know? I bet this guy is sick with Ableton for sure. Oh yeah. Um whereas at Alf- whereas at Alfred it really feels like you have to sign a waiver for filming <laughs> when you walk into the when when you Do you think this you- barista, he kind of seems like the kind of guy who it wouldn't feel out of place for him to take his shirt off at the Americana. No, hundred percent, dude, hundred <laughs> percent. Just post it up. It's so nice out, though, dude. It's like super <laughs> nice today. Like it's been raining like hella rain lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I do think it is. Yeah, I think it is like a mod sonification where like the what a, a guy like this looks up to now or, or like thinks is success is very different than maybe what we consider success to be you know where it's like he doesn't he thinks that like mod son and like machine gun kelly is is cool like that is what i want to do that's goals you know goals that's that's goals AF. career goals yeah where that that kind of thing would have been us in my opinion that would have been us being like limp biscuit is so sick like i really want to like that's what I want to do. I want to have a That's DJ. That's the blueprint. I want to have a DJ on stage. I want ten white guys with backward fitted hats on. You know, that's mm. what that's what it feels like. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Fascinating. Burbank's just a fascinating place. It really is. It's fascinating in every way. It's the it's the true un, below the line working class LA neighborhood that I love to explore because I feel like people are these are people that really get it done in Hollywood. They really do get it done. But also every you know every major city in the world has that perfect perfectly far away but perfectly close suburb city where it's kind of like the stronghold of people who are like we we see what's going on like we're part of the world we're part of the whole deal but we we just need a little more space and we don't care about all this crazy stuff that much but also we do kind of care about it yeah exactly we're gonna have we're gonna have you over to watch the golden globes because like we're dying 
you know, we're like, we're glued to the entertainment world, but we're not like losers about it. Yeah. No, it's an interesting, it's such an interesting place. But yeah, this guy, I'm going to, I'm going to build with this guy. I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to cross the line. I'm going to ask him some personal questions. I'm going to, I'm going to figure this guy out and, and kind of see like, you're going to, you're going to jump over the counter, throw an apron on. I'm going to, I'm going to say, teach me how to whip, bro. I'm ready. And you're going to say, for the love of God, stop pre-sugaring the matcha mix. <laughs> if I want it not as sweet, that should be an option that's available. They would never, Rocky would never do this. Rocky lets me have as much or as little sweetie as I want. And for that alone, that's why he's my matcha dealer. Um, <laughs> I was looking um, I was looking at, speaking of Los Angeles, the, the takeover from internet small person Hezbollah. Yeah. It seemed like he's really making the rounds in Cali, and I even saw a photo of him wearing uh, like Jordans and a Chinatown Market T-shirt, looking like a creative director in Culver City or something. But he what, was so what, he was so on, cool for so long. Honestly, I I have to admit my ignorance about this guy. Like I'm familiar with him, obviously, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure where it comes from. The origin. If you could maybe like, how did he come from the internet to dapping up Uncle Paulie and his Luso clouds? Um, well, I think basically he, I mean, he's like he's Russian or some type of Eastern European descent, and I think he's got a posse of dudes who are like, this guy is a legend. He's got a posse. He's got a posse dudes. of dudes. They, so and they were like, you need to be a star. You are a star. It's they kind of used to do some like pranking like jackass style videos where okay, they would okay. like fight each other and goof around and like they would make it look like he was driving a car. He's just birthed strictly from the internet and his friends having phones and be like this guy's funny looking let's make him a star kind of. Yeah, like we're leaving money on the table. This guy's a fucking legend, you know, cuz all all you need to do is just like get a, an adult person who looks like a small child. <clears throat> he has all the interests and desires of, you know, a 23 year old Russian guy, which is like, <laughs> you know, owning tigers, <laughs> prostitution, interest, interest and desires, wearing a Paul Angels tracksuit to the Grove. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like, like fist fighting a white tiger and filming it on TikTok. Yeah. yeah of, of Whatever course. it yeah, may yeah, be, yeah. you know, crashing a Lamborghini into a lake, stuff like that. Uh, and I think they they just wanted to like this. This star is shining so brightly. It would be criminal to hide it from the world. To not, yeah. But he he okay. was amazing for so long, and he would wear these crazy clothes, and he'd do all this funny stuff. And now he has this defeated look on his face after coming to Los Angeles one time. If you were forced, if you were forced at gunpoint to wear a Chinatown Market T-shirt for Instagram, <laughs> you'd probably be bummed out too, dude. I mean, you know, <laughs> like what, like what are you gonna? But who's pointing? Who's pointing the gun at him, dude? Who knows? Is it Vladimir? Who knows? It's definitely Vlad. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I mean. I don't. I mean, dude, it's so funny because you're right. Well, I mean, I, I, like I said, I didn't really know anything about this guy. I just knew his face, and I've seen him. And then, of course, I see him in the Uncle Paulie's, you know, flat, flat brim. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this motherfucker. That's it. You know, he tapped in. He had to come tap in. Yeah. I wonder where else he's going. Like, I wonder where else. Like, how deep is he going, or is he kind of keeping it? streetwear above board or do you think he's maybe going to do some some more sinister shit no no his life is definitely a chessboard, and all of his moves have to be calculated right now because <laughs> there's probably so many people who are trying to rob him in la right now yeah, oh, rightfully so oh you so know? do you think he's paped up like he's 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 got a mark on him he's gonna get he's gonna get kind of got is that a possibility I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he has you know 
centuries of generational wealth going but they on might but pop smoke he, he seems to have as much yeah exactly he's got as enough um, as, as much money as you know a rapper's advance and he's dry he's the kind of guy who's driving around flashy cars you know jewelry and watches and dior sweatpants okay so you're saying he's he's put out i'm just saying you got to come to you got to tap in before you come to my city okay so you're saying if you see him <laughs> in glendale and he hasn't kind of let you know what's good you are going to run his pockets well not me personally i don't touch work but <laughs> it would be more one of my foot soldiers in the armenian mafia here in glendale we kind of have to send a message no i mean you can't let these guys walk all over you no matter how small they are like you just can't hasbala needs to understand it makes me look bad and I don't want to do this. Of course but not. No, it is, you're a, a, it is you're, a cut of the street. You're a sweetheart, like deep down. But sometimes you're pushed. And, you know, as <laughs> as kind of a leader, um, it's it's not really, you know, it's kind of not up to you, as they say. Don't push me, Huzz. Huzzy. That's all I ask. Yeah. I mean, he used to be so giggly and smiley. Yeah. Which is he was like a little fun. He was like a beanie baby. Like his friend, like he would punch his friend in the face. And his friend is like a giant you know, like jujitsu guy with cauliflower ears and he laughs and then he'll like poke him in the belly and Hasbullah will be like, <laughs> and now he just has this dead end look in his eyes. Fame is a bitch. I mean, even that, how many followers does this guy have? Is it that serious? Oh, probably fucking 70 million. I don't know. Not 70 million. Let me see. He's, he's got 8 million, 8 million. Damn, that's, that's a lot. He's so cool. There's a photo of him shooting guns and he's as tall as the gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. Um, okay, let's move on from Haas. Haas, come on the pod. There was a big announcement from a uh, friend of the show, Charlie XCX. Okay. Um, that that she she and Antonoff are, are writing songs for a new film and it's it's called Mother Mary and it's starring Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So to star in a twenty four pop star movie, Mother Mary, music by Charlie X and Jack Antonoff. This is you know Anne Hathaway has been slowly creeping back into our good graces and working with a twenty four, where they're going to be able to call her mother in all the promotional materials. <laughs> and the music is written by Charlie and Jack Antonoff. Seems like the the true. That's it. She's she's even if the movie's bad, it doesn't matter. She's returned to the top of the mountain. Yeah, I feel like people are getting mothered earlier and earlier in life as the destruction of Hollywood's middle class continues. I, th I think there was remnant reminiscent of a 30 Rock episode not to bring that up again, but like there, the the character Jenna, she was like she gained a little bit of weight over over the summer, and they were like you you either have to lose all the weight or gain fifty more pounds because there's no room in the middle, <laughs> like there's no room in the middle for a middle aged actress now. You 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 either have to be like a hot young star, yeah, or your mother. There's no in between. There's no like oh I'm just like. 38 yeah They're like no. no that's not good enough no i agree you gotta go all the way 50 michaela cole's in this movie too actually so that you know this is this is gonna be big um this is gonna be big and if if especially if the music's good well i mean that's a lot of pressure because zan hathaway already has so many not zan haters <laughs> zan hathaway she's no she's fine no she's fine that's what my whole thing she's been fully rehabilitated like no one even cares anymore she's back. fully rehabilitated she's full no. i mean i 
I've I was never. I mean, people are still irked by her. But you would hit. That's why. Would I? Ha- would I have sex with Anne Hathaway? You like her a little bit. I think you. It's weird. I think. I think you have a little bit of a thing for Anne, even though it's not your normal flavor. I would have sex with Anne Hathaway. That is correct. Is this because of? Is this because of the intern? It is not because of the intern. It's. it's I mean, Anne's hot. Anne's Anne's pretty across the board hot. Like she's talented. She's hot. She just gets a little thespian, and that's what rubs people the wrong way. She gets a little thes thespiany. Yeah, I think. I think with her. It's not so much um it's not so much like a hate fuck with her it's kind of like it's just so No no I'm I'm I understand like that. There, there's I think something this- um oddly compelling about her sexually i guess interesting <laughs> interesting to say <laughs> it makes you wonder what it do in the bed you know what i'm saying yeah no i i would agree with that i would agree with that also i think that like historically thespians are known as kind of freaks you know that's right so i think that 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 is part of and you know that from all your time in in drama school and kind of you know your undergrad work at at carnegie mellon (laughs) um it's it's nice yeah it's nice to see you kind of returning to that and one being interested in not only the craft of acting but um bedding actors and actresses as well yeah because what's more method what's more method than that really (laughs) yeah what's more method than smelling thine fingers exactly exactly (laughs) Thine. Sorry. <laughs> Smell thine fingers. I, I, we need to talk about this TikTok, unfortunately, because it's making the rounds now. Okay. Um, which one are you talking about? The Coppola one. The one of Sophia and Tomas's daughter, um, on TikTok saying previous she, how long gone guest Tomas from Fena. She, she's gonna make a. She's gonna make pasta because she's grounded because she tried to charter a helicopter with her dad's credit card to go to the Hamptons to see a friend from camp. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what is th- this is some of the best stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. Like who I, I feel like if I was a writer on White Lotus, I'd be I would see that video and be like, I got to do better. Like we're not doing a good enough job because these storylines are sitting in plain sight lapping us it's and she says in the in the, she says so she's making a, a pasta and she obviously is just joking she doesn't know how and then it gets to the point where she said i just had to google images of onions on my phone to know what they were <laughs> as and this is a person whose last name is coppola but i just this is all it's just this is really what it's about man this is it's it's it has everything you know it's hilarious no one is harmed in the making of this. Uh, I would argue that maybe her parents and legal guardians' reputation no, not was harmed in this. If, if, if I was that child's par- parent, I would feel something. I don't know if it's embarrassment or shame or whatever, but... But I think she might be in on it. I think she knows what an onion is. I think she's being funny. Either way, I mean, I was saying before, this is what the Osbournes <laughs> should do. Or, like, they sh- they should turn this, like... The Osbournes was a TV show that was just like ridiculous, terrible television. It was like some super rich people in Beverly Hills somewhere just living a ridiculous life. And it was so fun to watch for whatever reason. There's just always something crazy going on. This is picking up that torch and carrying it like we need this. Of course, the Coppola's are never going to allow that because it would degrade their good name. No, but how good would that be if it was kind of like a Criterion Collection version of the Osbournes? Yes. You know? Like we don't we don't go on MTV. We don't go on Bravo. This goes straight to HBO. You see them at Bar Pity. You see them in, you know, Belize at the family home. I mean, it's it's the Osbournes was a little more relatable because even though they were quite rich, they like lived like shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
in some in, in some ways whereas i think that the coppola's god bless them um probably live a slightly more refined and unrelatable <laughs> lifestyle and as they should that's that's why we f- would follow them into the fire mm-hmm. um but the osbournes the osbournes is a classic and i don't feel like the osbournes kind of gets the respect that it might deserve because that was it was early days that was kind of like a groundbreaking television show for the time period yeah it was well i think that was when reality television was more more pure and and simple and real because nowadays reality television show it's so painfully scripted it's like watching wrestling you know that this is all orchestrated by the producers don't you don't know it's say that it's, it's not scripted it's literally called unscripted don't do that that's <laughs> what they call it you know, you like know if you that, have to Jason. see one more date where they like, whoa, what, what if we went to this place where we like paint um, plates and we get into a paint fight or whatever, you know, like, yeah, it was pure. It's all it's all bullshit. But like back then, the Osbournes would be like, here's a full, you know, 22 minute episode with commercials about like, I can't figure out how to get the garbage disposal <laughs> yeah. to turn on. No, and that was all you right, needed right. to have a great half an hour show. Ozzy Osbourne shuffling around high as a kite on oxy's, yeah. like fucking. We don't need to take him to the go kart place. Just watch him like try <laughs> to figure out the universal remote. Yeah, and that was <laughs> good. <laughs> we don't need to take him to the go kart place. Just, just. <laughs> Tell him to get the newspaper from outside the front door. We got <laughs> yeah. the cameras rolling. The cameras are fucking rolling. We know Ozzy does not know how to or even want to learn how to make <laughs> pasta. Just go get the newspaper at the front door. It's real. You're right, though. That is it is funny because they, I mean, I think that's the thing, though, is that the, bef- at that time, no one was trying to do this as a job. You know, now people are setting out with like, this is my goal. I want to do this for a living. I want to do reality television. So the approach to it is just totally different. Well, that's the difference between what we yearn for is reality television. And that's why they changed the name to unscripted because of the guilt and shame of knowing that it's as real as a a Coppola film. Unfortunately, Jason, as you attack Hollywood, as we try to join it, it's 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 ranks i have to agree with you unfortunately i think that the unscript <laughs> unscripted is a is a larger uh umbrella as as well which I th- it is it is but i do think you might have some might have some you might have some stuff there you might have something to go on it's the difference between ufc and wwe you know like they're both entertaining they're both cool but like one of them is actually allegedly real and one of them is you know, it's still very difficult to produce and it's very impressive to watch, but it's it's already pre predetermined before. No, of course. It's you know, the, 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 the truth is the truth is already is already laid out in front of you. No, I mean that's mm. well, I'm gonna pull out my Osborne's box set and kind of get into it. I gotta buy a DVD player, but you know, it's it's something that You know, we gotta get Jack on the pod since you guys are glow up doppelgangers, right? Fuck you. I I he he glowed up and then and deglowed. I think he lost he lost his batteries. Okay, well this is your place as his sponsor to kind of pick him up by his Galliano bootstraps and get him back on course. No, I think he's kind of like a like a I I don't want to say blue lives matter, but I think he's kind of like I have a tactical backpack and shoot guns in the desert. Damn! Now that you say that, and I got three kids, and I got three kids, and his because they did have a, I think him and Ozzy had a show together. Like a separate father son show, like not that long ago, like when the, within the last five years, right? And he's like, "Dad, I need you to fill up this gas tank that's attached to the side of my Toyota Tacoma in baby shit brown." Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, exa- he's he's got a he's got a backpack with like 
a, a place for patches on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know exactly what I he's mean. Got, he's exactly got a wide I mean. berth of virgin Velcro ready to be adhered to. Well, yeah. now that you say that, it is interesting because he sort of is or sort of was uh, Jack Osborne the proto Kyle Rittenhouse just in terms of physical looks. And that's unfair to Jack because there's nothing you can do about your kind of genes. Um, but it's true. It is true. Yeah. I, and I, I like the fact though that him, he's just kind of like, I married like, I think he, I believe he married a chick that was like around like warp tour era. Like, like a, a, a girl that, tequila tequila no but like a girl who definitely has i love my crazy bitch a, a girl who's been on like a guest list for the academy is and we the kings you know it's kind of the vibe i think mm-hmm. and he'll take it and now he's and now yeah now i think he's got like a nice gun safe in uh in in you know wherever I, i'm sure he has where else am i going to keep all my black rifles but i think that's what he got he might have even gotten into cooking jason honestly he might have even gotten into cooking <laughs> like i don't okay let's have him on the pod fuck it like, i would love to have him on the pod but i think this is what happens these when you don't have to work and you have you can sell anything kind of you just you just become a full-time hobbyist yeah you know and it's it's I can't really blame him for that. I mean, I can three kids is probably a little much. There's worse things to do with your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, what do you think about speaking of television shows? Mm. Ted Lasso going oh. to the White House. I mean, is, has there you know people like to to speak in extreme ways, and and I I'm I do that myself sometimes, but I cannot express to you how depressing and you know like this really is the downfall of society type moment i don't like to say that very often because i don't like to be the boy really? the boy who cried wolf but to me mm. having a bunch of actors at the white house talking about mental health is just like it's it's a bridge too far and i mean not even not even the fact that the show is the corniest thing on earth and no one should watch it that that's beyond that, that that's beyond the conversation here like, what are we doing? Like, what do we think that's going to accomplish besides memes? You know, it sort of evokes a time when, like, um, like a professional athlete would like go to a school to tell them to stay away from drugs while they're on drugs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> while they're on drugs. Yeah. But like the the type of person where this would positively affect is. A child only like no yeah no adult i mean well the problem is yes now this also is necessary for adults well i mean i think that's the uh, the baby the baby adults of the world they need a television character to tell them what to do because they respond better to television characters than to just civilians but i i mean are we at the point now where like full-grown adults they don't even want to separate the the reality, like the character from the reality. Like Jason Sudeikis is an actor, like a divorced actor with two kids. Like let's let's really like think about what you know. <laughs> which is, I mean, he's a millionaire. He's doing just fine. He's totally he's he's got a great career. Like, but he's not mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, solid guy. Yeah, he's not he's not like an inspirational sports coach in the UK. That's not who he is. So when Jason Sudeikis comes to the White House to talk about mental health. You don't know about me. your wife was some fucking Harry Styles, bro. You're still you got it. You still you still got to be fucked up from that. There's no way that Sudeikis has worked through the trauma of his chick, the mother of his children, fucking a 25 year old bi guy in front of everybody. 
There's no way, dude. It's crazy. He's like, I know a thing or two about therapy, guys. Trust me. I guess that's a good point. I guess that's a good point. But I agree with you. It really does signify a bit of a downfall where, you know, it's it's like the Ninja Turtles are coming to your school to tell you to not do drugs. You know, it's the same kind of feeling that I get from this. Yeah, it's the same idea. You know, it's like when they had all the TikTokers come to talk about COVID, you <laughs> know, and it's like. Yeah, you don't need to do this, guys. Like the White House is obviously one of the most out of touch organizations that we have, mm -hmm. which is its own issue. But we can all agree that that is that is the truth. So it's like you don't need to. You can't make this stuff cool and fun by like calling in favors. It's not mental health isn't cool or fun. COVID isn't cool or fun. It's just a thing. It's a, it's a bit of a scam. Because they, the White House doesn't pay them, and you kind of have to do this when the White House invites you, and you could. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the TikTokers talking about COVID and then the, the actors who live in Studio City talking about mental health. They all have that same look on their face as they're on the pedestal in front of the White House seal of like, this is wrong. What am I doing here? Yeah, I should yeah, not no, be doing totally, this totally, at totally, all. Totally. Because you feel, I mean, they have to be feeling that guilt and shame of like, there's thousands and thousands of, medical professionals, therapists, mental health qualified. specialists who are all so qualified and those people are at home watching this on their phone while they're taking a shit and they're like, great, the guy who, whatever shit he was, hall pass with Owen Wilson <laughs> is up here going, yep, got to do, man should hug a man and uh, <laughs> that, you don't, you, you know, like, but on the, on the flip side, that show did as, as corny as it is and unwatchable as it is for folx like us for a young generation of complete morons it may be the greatest if not the only education in that type of mental health that you're going to get so you know better than nothing and I'm, I'm glad that it is helping people if it is helping people just a shame that it has to come from a tv show on a network that you have to pay money for should be free. That's what the White House should do. Make Ted Lasso on PBS. Give so it, yeah, give this thing it. Not just the Hollywood liberal elites. No, I think that the, I, I do. I mean, it is, it is though, but I also think when they do stuff like this, that the backlash is always greater than whatever it is they were trying to accomplish, which is also confounding because the, if you, if you live in such a silo that you don't think this is just going to get absolutely fucking destroyed and made fun of online for days and days <laughs> and overshadow any good it could have done, then you are stupid and you shouldn't have your job. You know, that that's like to not be able to manage expectations of what something like this is actually going to do online is, is uh, unbelievable, giving White but also White House employees, you know, they don't get paid that much. So yeah, it's a labor of love. It's like working at Condé Nast, but I think what you said, like it has what they're trying to accomplish. I think the issue is that they don't even know what they're trying to accomplish or what this will accomplish. It was more of just an idea that some, you know, whatever staff intern said, and they're like, that's fucking yeah, because it is oh. it is like you can Actually, really you can, like, what are you really trying to accomplish with this? Well, I mean, it's other than a, a, a press media moment. It feels like a little bit too much power when you know that you can call anyone and they have to do what you ask. Kind of, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's too much power. 
You know, and Biden, obviously Biden's not making the call. Biden doesn't even know how to use a rotary phone. But, I, I you know, it's it's <laughs> like the young staff gets excited and they know they can call any. You, you can call anybody. You can get anybody to come. Do, I mean, I'm sure some people say no, of course. You know, Beyonce wouldn't do it. Right. But like Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's like, fuck it. Sure, we'll do it. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to send a plane for us or we got to get there ourselves. You know, <laughs> I, I just it's, it's not a bad. I just the fact that no one. And that's for a president that most people don't like. Like when Obama was president and, you know, oh, everyone shit, loves bro. Obama. Like he would he would just get on the phone and be like, tell black China to come over like anybody <laughs> you want. And they'll be like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would love to hang out with you. I don't think he was calling black black <laughs> China necessarily, but I see what you mean. It's a good example of he could get anybody. Whomever. He could get whoever he wants. Yeah, whoever he wants. Like if, if he wants uh, uh, you know, to be serenaded privately by Sam Smith and Kim Petras in, in the Oval Office, <laughs> that's something he could do. You know, he could do. Could you imagine the throat goat getting uh, an invitation on, on presidential letterhead to the house? I mean, to the condo? Good God. Yeah, he would have to keep that one off site, if you know what I'm saying. Michelle ain't with all that shit. Michelle said, <laughs> Michelle says, Sam Smith, nah, we can't do that. That That's too far. Yeah, that's too far. Michelle goes to the Delaware house a couple uh, days out of the month, so Barry can have Barry time. <laughs> I love that Barry time is him sitting alone listening to Kim Petras and, and <laughs> Sam Smith and then hoping they could come visit him. I like entertainers <laughs> of all shapes and sizes. I don't discriminate. You can't. When you're the president, you got to be kind of, you know, you got to be for everyone. Well, I'm, I'm waiting. Even Barry looks at something and says, I like to try that. It's a you know, it's almost 11 a.m. here in L.A., you know, so it's creeping into the early afternoon in New York and and 45 still ain't gotten touched yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to think this whole arrest thing, you know, I mean, obviously we have a lot of time to go here as the as the day continues but i'm just a little bit like i feel like like everything else this is a little overblown do you think it could be a distraction a psyop a gwyneth paltrow skiing accident style no distraction like I, something's i just this seems like something that happens at 10 a.m sharp you know what i mean this doesn't seem like something that happens at, at 4 p.m well this also this is the kind of thing that happens where you just turn on the phone or or the TV and it's happening like you don't know a week in advance that it's going to happen like they never say like no I know I know we're going to arrest this criminal in, no in two of course weeks. of course but I, I all of it is fishy you know all of it is very fishy mm -hmm. but I feel like if you're doing something for press which is this is definitely what this is for you know yeah like let's like <laughs> let's you know there's a there's a lot of uh, journalists and staffers who have been posted up at the courthouse for a long time let's get in there before lunch you know what i mean i want to be able to go grab a bagel you know kind of after this thing is over with let's just get in there before lunch when people are at their desk it makes sense you know it just make it makes sense to me that's all but it, it doesn't <laughs> but all the ai generated art of like beyonce arresting him and shit is pretty funny <laughs> um but but it's it's um I, I need it to be over but yeah the gwyneth so you know we talked about gwyneth's bone broth scandal and you know some of the some of the gays on twitter were like she's just trying to distract from her ski hit and run accident and I was like, this sounds like some Law Roach psyop behavior. And unfortunately, it is true. Gwyneth Paltrow is standing trial, it seems, for some sort of hit and run incident. And it could lead me to believe, and Jason, I'm sure it led you to believe as a known conspiracy theorist, that her kind of food journal was merely meant to distract. It has my mind racing towards what Caitlyn Jenner must be thinking because he was like, so... I hit somebody with my car and to distract away from that vehicular manslaughter, 
I had to change sexes. This bitch is just, you know, like coming off a little woo woo, yeah. or she's just like <laughs> talking about how she like. Yeah, this is a good point. Different food. No, this is a, you got to do better than this that. This is a good point. Yeah, yeah. She, you, or Kaylin's also just like, damn. All I had to do was just like, you know, be weird about sea moss, and this whole thing would go away. I I could have gotten it done. I could have written a couple checks, drank some fucking juices, and been out of here. Yeah, didn't have to cut off Big Ed and the twins. I don't. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't. That was a Galloway dog whistle. He's listening. I don't think that. Um, I, I'm just surprised. It must be this this person that she got into the accident with must be litigious because it seems like something that you would just kind of write a check for and keep it moving. Yeah, definitely. That's what I would assume. So I'm surprised that it's going down like this, but who knows? But we're going to. We'll, we'll be staying tuned, of course, to CNN and all our local news outlets to find out what happens. Um, with Gwyneth, she's wearing a beautiful kind of turtleneck sweater in court. She looks she looks reserved and serious, but not too serious. She's not wearing a pantsuit or a blazer, something that's approachable, casual, um, cream in color, oh, yeah. um, neutral, if you will. Um, so I think she made the right choice. I mean, effortlessly chic courtroom drama. Uh, yeah, the khaki roll neck sweater. Ugh, parfait. But I have a couple questions because I had not heard about this at all until, uh, like you said, gay Twitter, the source of all all news and information in the world that is delightful and great. Thank God. Thank God. A ski-related hit-and-run accident. So does that mean that Gwyneth Paltrow skis with such ferocity and inertia that she just bumped into another person and like injured them severely or was this like well yeah dude if you're uh, going like you hit somebody with your car no i think at the ski no i think range? She, if, you're, if you're going black diamond mode with the helmet and the gucci goggles like if you run into somebody going full speed you're gonna fuck them up sure like you were going to fuck them up i i imagine and i'm sure gwyneth as white as she is is a great skier so i you know i i don't oh, absolutely I, i'm sure it was like a kind of some sort of collision is what i'm guessing i don't think she hit him with the g-wagon i hope drugs and alcohol were not in play i would jason that would be bad <laughs> if drugs and alcohol were at play that'd be very hopefully she didn't have a nip of brandy at the uh at the chalet before going up to the slopes well we all we all know that we all know that brandy is pretty caloric so i'm sure she stays away from that <laughs> You know, I'm sure she stays away from that. Uh, all right, them jeans. All right, them jeans. A, a kind of a blessed one-on-one. -on -one. So much to cover today. Sometimes God intervenes and gives us what we need, not what we want. Um, mm -hmm. How long gone? Um, we will be announcing our new tour dates next Tuesday. So get your mom's American Express card ready. Kind of save those details in Google. Or dad's. Yeah, or dad, whoever. Um, and, and we'll keep you posted on that. More podcasts this week. Jason, stay dry over there in Glendale. I'm going to do the same. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, pray for Gwyneth. And Jack Osborne, if you're listening, um, take Jason to the shooting range. We're going to kind of film it all. <laughs> yeah. And if you're the person who is suing Gwyneth Paltrow in a civil lawsuit, just do the right thing. Just settle out of court. Settle out of court. Take the money. We don't need to drag this out. Take the money. Take Always take the money. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jason. He's got plenty of it. Bye.
I'm alive. 